Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ben and this is the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast. Hey family, I hope you're well wherever you are and you got that thin blue smoke rolling. This is the first episode of a new concept that I'm going to trial out. I was having this idea the other day, I decided I'm going to try and call the winners of the competitions very soon after they've they've won and have a quick chat with them on the phone, record the phone call and put it out for you as quick as I can turn it around. So what's going to come up in the next couple of weeks, you're going to see a, a bunch of these different episodes. They're going to be a bit raw. They're not going to be as polished. They're just going to be two mates on the phone having a chat and you get to listen in. So we're kicking things off today with the successful teams from Meatstock. So we've got uh, the Wizards of Q. We've got Adam from Wizards of Q coming up. He, uh, he and his team picked up RGC, and then we got Brendan, also from Wizards of Q, who separately on his own picked up his golden ticket to the SCA. Check it out. This is the internationally awarded Smoking Hot Confessions podcast with your host, Ben Arnott. How long has it been since your last confession? Hey, Ben. Hey, Brendan. Welcome to the show, mate. How are you going? Yeah, very good. Thanks, mate. So, mate, I've uh, given you a quick call just to ring up, see how you're going, because um, I heard you might have got yourself a golden ticket. I did indeed. It's quite a been quite a quite a weekend. Still buzzing from it. Uh, you know, forty eight hours later. I'll bet, mate. I'll bet. So that was, of course, uh, an an SCA state cook off at, uh, at at Sydney Meatstock. Was that the first um, Sydney Meatstock you've been to? No. So this was um, our our. Uh, third meat stock. So we started at uh, Meat Stock Sydney in 2017. Um, so we've officially now clocked over to our start of our third year of uh, competing. Oh, right. And how many times have you done SCA? Uh, this is actually my first time. So I've uh, helped out uh, Adam, my my ABA teammate from uh, the Wizards, and um, helps me out in the past. He's always been a gun and you know chasing the, the leaderboard there. Um, but I've never compared myself under the under the SCA. Get out of here! Your first ever SCA, and you pick up first place stake. Yeah, well, it was, it was third place, but um, with the, the um, with the golden ticket having already been uh, won by Dan Greenwood and also Shane Harris, it uh, it fell into to my eager hands to uh, to be able to to use. Come October. Okay, I got you. I got it. I got it. Awesome. So, are you going this year, or are you going to save the golden ticket for next year? No, no, it'll go this year. So, um, we uh, we've actually already booked uh, flights to head over there. So, um, <laughs> Within yeah. forty eight hours of winning it, you've already booked the flights. Yeah, well, I, I was so keen. I booked it a couple of months ago. Um, maybe, maybe it was just meant to be. Um, no, I, um, Adam and I. Had already organised to, to head over because he already had his golden ticket uh, from the end of last year. Um, I said, "Well, yeah, let's make a let's make a bit of a, a trip of it. I'll come over with you. We'll do a bit of a pilgrimage to the top of the barbecue joints over there and uh, do the FA World Championships at the same time and just uh, yeah, have a great time away." Mate, there are certainly some uh, some some worse things you could do with your time. Oh, indeed, and I, I think every Real barbecue lover needs to make a bit of a pilgrimage over to 
uh, to America to you know go and see the, the authentic real stuff and experience it in the first hand. So um, now we've got that added joy that not only are we going over as uh, teammates, but we're also now going over uh, as competitors against each other, taking on the Americans. Oh, so good, so good. Yeah. So a bit of bit of friendly rivalry there. So do you know what your um what your ancillary categories are going to be over there? I don't at this stage, to be honest. Uh, I'm still uh, worrying from the the whole uh, weekend. Uh, I haven't really took, dug any deeper into everything else that goes with it. Um, I, I know obviously that that's going to be the, the pivotal part of it, but uh, I think you know, now in the next few days I'll be going through and really uh, digging into it a little bit further, and then obviously starting the, the long journey of uh, refining and, and practicing further to. Uh, really make sure I'm kicking goals come October. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. So let's rewind just a little bit then. Um, tell me about um, about what you cooked up for Meatstock Sydney SCA. Sure, so uh, it was actually just the, the steak table we entered into. So um, the, the goal that we had um, under my, uh, my, I suppose Adam's my my Yoda to me being a Luke as a Padawan Um He's uh, sort of helped guide me. You know, he's um, kicked goals before in SCA stake. Um, so he sort of knew some of the the raw things that are needed to, to find a, a win and uh, hopefully get that goal and kick it. So we already had the, the plan um, that, you know, we'd be trying to get me through with the SCA comps in stake to try and get my goal and ticket because, you know, we were already going to be going over there. So why not? Make us, uh, you know, we double the odds of walking away with something good uh, over in the US. Yeah, exactly. Double the chances for the Wizards. Yeah. Well, exactly right. And um, so, I mean, our goal was basically to get me a goal and ticket pre-October. So, you know, whether it be sort of at, at Sydney Meatstock or uh, in Smoke and Broke or one of the competitions later in the year, um, that was our our goal. So to be able to have me enter my first SCA by myself um, and walk away with the golden ticket. It's just, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it all it all dovetail, uh, dovetailed together really nicely. It did, and then adding on the ABA as well, just, it was just an awesome weekend. Yeah, yeah, of course, the IGC for that as well, yeah. Yeah. So what um, what type of grill do you like to, uh, to use for the SCAs? Sorry, what, what was that then? What type of grill do you like to use for the SCAs? So we, we use the M6 um, grill. Um, so we had Matty Staunton from um, um, uh, Smoking Cold to relent us that. Um, that's the first time I've, I've uh, done, uh, I suppose, any, any grilling on, on one of those. And I look, at, <laughs> it worked the treats yeah. <laughs> as the results show. So, um, and obviously uh, with some grill grates there, which... I know is a, a much loved favourite amongst uh, all SCA competitors in the state category. Um, so yeah, so it's, uh, historically I know um, we've been using just good old Weber kettles, um, but uh, we decided to, to mix up because we, you know, we're limited with space with what we could bring along to meat stocks, um, and so you know, Maddie was great enough to uh, lend us that, and there we go. So was he actually competing in in SCA himself? Uh, Adam, um, Matt, or Matt? Uh, I, I, I 
don't know if Matt was competing as well. I think they had a, a few barbecues there to be able to, to, to cook on. Um, either way, if it was, I mean, he's, he's yeah, given away his uh, prized possession there. <laughs> he probably won't be doing that again anytime soon. I'm, I just asked because I was um, just over in Kansas City at uh, at the MBBQA and there was a um, there was an SCA competition on the last day of that and I was hanging out talking to uh, to Joey Machado um, who gets on who gets on well with uh, Matt through B and B charcoal yeah of course yeah and uh, he had one of those one of those M uh, M grills there as well the the, the yeah. same model as what you were talking about. And he yep. was actually sharing it with other competitors. So he was cooking on it. Yep. They were cooking on it. I'm pretty sure there was three different competitors' steaks came off the one grill to go into that one SCA comp. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a great little unit and it also helps with um, um, with the, the, the timing, the hanging time window for SCA being, you know, a good half hour versus the, the 10 minutes you have for ABA. You know, you've got the ability to have, you know, exactly that sharing the same grill between a few competitors because they're not going to get their awesome grill marks using grill rates on those um, and obviously try and, and hand them in all within the, the required time. Yeah, of course. I, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, the 30-minute the window would be much better. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it, it worked out really well. So you can really plan and make sure you, you're giving your most when you come to your hand in. Mm, right. And so are you a, uh, a briquette or a lump charcoal guy? Uh, look, we were using lump charcoal um, on on the M6 uh, M grill uh, on on the weekend, so uh, it, it definitely uh, won my heart. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, yeah. And have you got contacts who are going to uh, help uh, help line one up for you when you're over in Texas? Yeah, well, I mean, straight afterwards, obviously, uh, Maddie was was over the moon with how everything had gone, um, and he's. Uh, you know, said that hey look you know we've, we've got contacts over there and if we haven't already organised any kind of um, equipment over there then obviously you know the B and B guys can be there to, to help out and we can obviously organise grills as well and I mean the, the barbecue community as a whole whether it be just in Australia or, or worldwide you know they're a great group of people that are always very giving so you know you, you wouldn't struggle to find too many spare barbecues over in America and, you know, like, no, we've got a few friends over there that we've met in previous competitions when they've flown out. Um, we would only be more than happy to, to help out as well. So, you know, that's a great thing. We've got so many options out there. Yeah, that's so good. you got to love that uh, that extended barbecue family. Yeah, one big family, that's right. Yeah. So what's coming up next for you, mate? So we've got uh, smoking broke um come during long weekend so good old um uh, rob Graves there from smoking hot and saucy uh, is going to be putting that on uh up in broken hunter valley and um so we're really looking forward to that and uh, you know looking to be a, a good competition and you know only last month we were over at uh, meat and mudgy which was also run by rob and that turned out to be a, a cracker of a competition so uh look he's doing well for himself when it comes to the organisational skills and uh, can't wait to give it a crack there. Are you planning on coming up this way to Queensland anytime? No, no, it's uh, it's always a bit hard to, to travel. You know, my my as much as I'd love to practice more as well, my, my wife works night shifts as, as a nurse, uh, which approaches the weekends as well, and I've got two little ones, so it's always a tough gig trying 
juggle your passion for low and slow barbecue, but also two little ones uh, when you might be sort of watching them on your own. It's, it's not the most ideal environment at times. Yeah, fair enough, man. I hear that. I hear that. Listen, man, <laughs> speaking of all those family responsibilities, I do realise that it is a school night, so I, I am going to say thank you for being uh, for being part of the show for this impromptu call. Um, would you like to give any shout-outs to anybody out there? Look, uh, obviously, um, with sponsors um, who have helped us uh, get to where we are, I mean, we wouldn't have had the, the RGC or still be able to, to compete the way we have without them. So uh, we've got Andrew Shocks from uh, Smoke and Sorcery. Uh, we've got good old Scotty Evans from East Blackman Butchery, who I know helps out a number of teams. Uh, you've got Atasha Brewing Company out of Five Dock in Sydney. Um, as well as Heat Beats. Um, they've always been a, a big supporter of us and also ample firewood at, at Homebush. And, of course, you, know, you can't do it without thanking your wife for putting up with the barbecue obsession and the constant need to buy rubs and you know, look to upgrading your, <laughs> your collection. Um, but also, uh, on a personal note, uh, to Adam Omisor, who uh, you know, at the Pitmaster we have within Wizards, you know, he's helped um, me learn quite a lot as well um, and we've made many friends uh, across the board and, you know, constantly um, helping, I guess, solidify just how awesome the, the barbecue community is in Australia um, and also overseas. So um, there's, look, there's plenty of people I'd love to uh, shout out to. Um, they all know you know that, that I love them. Um all righty, man. Look, I'm, I'm going to say thanks very much. I'm just going to wrap it up there. And uh, best of luck at Smoking Broken in a couple of weeks. Thank you very much, mate. This is Bretto from the Flaming Mongrels and you're listening to Smoking Hot Confessions. Hey, Adam, thanks very much for joining me on the show, mate. How are you doing tonight? Yeah, really good. Thank you. You? Oh, mate, I've uh, been battling some uh, some technical difficulties here tonight, so I do thank you for your patience with that. <laughs> no, that's all right. <laughs> so, mate, how does it feel, uh, RGC at Meatstock Sydney? Yeah, really good. Uh, still feels a bit surreal, like, um, yeah, still buzzing. Um, um, but, yeah, no, it was good. Really good cook. All worked, all worked well together. Um, but yeah, it does feel a bit crazy. Yeah. So how many how many comps have you done this season? Oh, so Meat Stock Sydney was our third um, third comp of the season. We did um, Giracle first out for the, for the year, and then we did Mudgy um, straight after that. Wow. Now, wasn't Mudgy just the weekend immediately before, or two weeks before? Uh, I think it was two or three weeks before, yeah, and we we did all right. At, um, we did all right at Mud at Mudgee. Um, Giracle was a bit hit and miss, but um, but yeah, well, I think Giracle we did um, pretty well at. Just that we um, we bombed one category, um, and we got that category right this weekend, so it worked out well for us. Yeah, very cool, very cool. So you've done three comps for the season and now you picked up RGC at Meatstock. How many more comps yep. have you got picked for the uh, rest of the year? 
Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I've definitely got, I've locked in um, broke, smoking broke. Um, that's the um, long weekend in June. Um, and then we'll do the Port Macquarie equivalent uh, once that gets released, if, if that's going to happen. Um, uh, considering we've got an RGC now, we'll uh, potentially get entry into the um, Invitational in November. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, I'd, we're not going to do, we'll probably stick to the six because we're going over to Texas in October, so um, we don't want to do too many uh, before we get out there. Yeah, you got to keep some of that uh, keep some of that wallet cash for Texas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not going to be not going to be cheap. No, no, I can uh, I can tell you from personal experience, it's definitely not going to be cheap. Yeah. So, what are you head, uh, heading over to Texas for? Uh, so that's the World um, Stake Took Off World Championships. Ah, of course. Um, so in I think it was. Uh, September, October last year, um, for the Wingham Comp, um, I won um, stake. Got the, I got the golden ticket for that, so we're heading over. That's so cool. Yeah, that'll be good fun. Yeah, yeah. So uh, just just uh, backtracking to uh, to meat stock for a bit. Tell us about the yep. uh, about the hand ins. Oh, to be honest, everything went pretty smoothly for the first time in a while. So everything that we put in the box, in our boxes, and I was reasonably happy with um, I thought that everything was pretty solid, like, a, you know, I would have given everything a nine out of ten overall. Maybe a bit, maybe I'm a bit harsh on myself, maybe a nine and a half. Um, we, we put some solid boxes up. Um, I think the team worked um, really well together. Uh, I, I think something just clicked for us. Um, um, Chicken has been my nemesis for the last probably eight months. So, uh, Giracle, we almost, um, we sort of missed uh, an RGC just by bombing Chicken. Um, Foster, we had a similar situation when we had three, Kiefer, of course, we had three categories put together. Um, and we bombed the fourth. And we've had a few comps like that. So, we knew we were sort of, if we could get it right and put, you know, three or four categories together, um, you know, uh, we could get a, a pretty decent result. And, you know, it just seemed to seem to happen. Um, I think uh, our, chick, um, our, our lamb and brisket were our strongest categories that we put up. And, um, yeah, it showed on, showed on the day. came out really well. Yeah, so good, so good. So was it just a matter of, of fine tweaking those those recipes then or did you like scrap a bunch and start again? How did you go about getting from uh, from almost getting there at, at Q for a cause uh, to to uh, to getting RGC at Meatstock? Yeah, well, it was tweaking. We did a bit of tweaking after Margie. So last year when we were doing okay, we were very um, – we were afraid to change things when we were doing pretty mediocre. But this year – and we sort of tried to lift up the bar a bit and said, you know what, if it's not brilliant, um, let's try and get it better. Let's just keep trying to push. So after Maji, we went back on board with a couple of things. Um, but, you know, I got uh, one of my friends said um, some good advice to me. He was like, um, concentrate on 
um, what's losing, um, not necessarily what's what's winning. So focus on that. Um, so we focused on we worked on the chicken over the you know between between Giracle and all the way to meat stock. It was just pretty much chicken that we were working on chicken every we're just giving chicken a go and refining the technique there and then yeah you know we didn't get a um a, a call up in chicken but um we didn't bomb it so we we, we got a 13th in chicken and um in lamb third in brisket third in pork ribs and that was enough to get us the rgc Oh, so good, yeah. So it it just sort of brought the averages up there. Yeah, yeah, it brought, brought the averages up. That's what that's what we're aiming for to try and get that chicken um, to go better in the field. So what um what kind of chicken do you like to do for competition? Always been fives, um, and we and we kept it. We've been running fives for two years now. Um, so we're running bone-in pillows, and we used to um, boneless. Cupcakes, and yeah, the boneless cupcakes seem to go better. But still, I still think the chicken can be refined even more. Um, but yeah, we went with um, boneless cupcakes, and I think they present pretty well as well, which um, can be quite handy and they're probably a little bit more consistent in their shape. Yeah, interesting that we're starting to see a bit of a resurgence of the cupcake. Everyone sort of went pillows there for a while, and I think we're going to... Yeah. Uh, to start see a bit of a swing back. I think uh, people are going to find all that extra work to get that perfect pillow shape, a bit of a turn off. Yeah, exactly. Don't, we don't scrape our skins. So. Do you jackard? Yeah. Ah, excellent. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah. I'm firmly against scraping the skin myself. I hate it. Yeah, I just takes too long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Tell me about the actual uh, the actual festival itself. What was the atmosphere like there? Oh, Meatstock um, this year was was really busy and the vibe was good. Um, I think the uh, I think that Meatstock is the um, general public are really interactive with the teams, which was which was good. And it was good just to to catch up with everyone. Um, you know, a lot of the New South Wales teams were in one place, whereas some of the smaller comps were previously Mudgy and Giracle. Um, you don't get to catch up with all the um, all the guys. It, it felt like all the guys were in one place. So that was, that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, it was good. Um, the only thing about me stuck I probably don't like as much is um, the concrete. <laughs> I prefer grass, but, you know, Ooh, I can't yeah. complain. Yeah. Can't complain too much. Yeah, cooking on a cooking on a hard surface like that's pretty rough. At least it wasn't bitumen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's nothing quite like having that uh, that Aussie sun reflected back up straight at you. <laughs> yeah, and I think from previous years, so previously, uh, meat stocks historically been really, really hot, and it was a little cooler. Had a um, so that was nice. Um, but yeah. Yeah, very cool, very cool. So, what have you been up to other than um, than competitions? You're still doing the uh, the catering. Yeah, a little bit. So, we're not actively pursuing um, the you know the jobs, but when they come up for friends and family, we we do those, um, and that's fun. I don't, um, 
you know, do too much of it because um, end of the day, I want to still enjoy um, barbecue, competition barbecue. I don't want to take the fun out of it. Um, yeah, we do a bit. Yeah, you really don't want those uh, want those competitions to start feeling like work. Yeah, no, I don't want to don't want to do that. <laughs> um, as soon as it starts becoming like that, I'll be jumping straight out. Yeah. Yep. So, what do you do for a for a day job when you're not doing barbecue? Then. So I'm a, a state manager for an insurance brokerage um, in construction, specialising in construction. So yeah, that's what I do. Um, on my day to day to day, so that's pretty full on as well. Um, yeah. Right. So I guess all that sort of that project management type stuff would be uh, usefully applied to barbecue. Yeah, managing teams, um, making sure everyone's running pretty well. What I do, what I enjoy. I think the best thing I, you know, what I like about um, competition barbecue the most is, you know, I'm one of those um, people that um, I don't really switch off. Um, from work um, but when I go to a barbecue competition from the from the time I bump in to when I um, actually um, pack down I don't think about I don't think about work at all so it's not until I pack down that I'm like damn I didn't send that email or um, I need to do this on, on Monday so it's a really good um, sort of time away um, to switch off I'd like to say relaxed. Um, it's not always as relaxing as it as it should be. No, no. There seems to be like a a, a very short window between um, final hand in and start of pack down, where like like a, a forty five minute window of relaxation, and then the work starts again. <laughs> yep. And you've got to get stuck into the pack down. Otherwise, you'll never do it. You won't do it after the award. No. It'll be a slow pack. It'll be a slow pack down if you wait until after the awards. Yeah. yeah. As soon as we hand in the last category, almost sometimes when we're handing in the last category, we're already um, starting to pack stuff away. I have noticed that um, at, at at a bunch of competitions, there are some teams that just, you know, one one person starts to walk off with the final hand in to to give it to the judges, and the rest of the team just start packing up immediately. Yeah. Exactly. I reckon there's something in that. I reckon that sort of maximises your uh, your relaxation time. Oh yeah, because then you can just get your your chair out and just sit down and um, complain about what you what you didn't cook well and talk about uh, talk about what you cooked um, really well. Are you one of those people that that keeps a notebook and like writes down how you feel about different things that you did at the competition when you're done? No, not really. Um, I keep a note of. Um, my recipes, um, but no, I don't really um, keep a diary on the actual um, on the on the actual comps. So all my recipes are written down, and timings and, and things like rough timings and things like that are written down. But um, I don't really um, keep a record of you know how I felt at this comp or after this handing. Oh, okay, interesting. I was I was thinking about doing it because. Um, like you, I keep track of all my different recipes and and uh, what what different combinations I like and that. But I never really sort of keep track of how each different uh, hand in has performed at each different competition. Yeah, I think some people are really uh, focused on the stats. Like I know some um, teams 
really analyse the fine details, like how they scored and they analyse their scores. Like I um, haven't even looked at our meat stock um, um, scorecard, so I went in and checked our overall um, score and we uh, missed it on count back and had a quick look at where we were on texture overall and where we were on taste overall. But I didn't even go in and look at the scorecards. Was it that close? Did you miss out on, on GC by a count back? Yeah, by count back on taste. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, everyone's been saying, um, you, must be, you must be gutted, but I'm, I'm still pretty, pretty chuffed. Um, but yeah, um, looking back on it, yeah, no, one extra point and we would have been all right, but yeah. Oh, that's incredible, mate. That's so good. Just to know that you were there, like that, that, that has to feel good. Yeah, it was pretty close when they were calling down from 20 to, um, to, um, RGC and GC, I was, as soon as they got down to like five, I was like, okay, we're going to be fourth and when they called out um, fourth, I was like, yeah, we're going to be third. I've bombed chicken or, you know, something like that. And um, we didn't get third. I was like, oh, maybe we've got a chance here. Maybe we've got a chance. I'll take RGC or GC. doesn't matter which uh, which one it is because we haven't – that was our, our first ever. So, yeah, it, was an, it ended up being an RGC, which we'll, we'll take. Yeah, the, the trophy's on the wall, and at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, so how does that IGC set you up for the rest of the year then? What sort of opportunities might that lead you to? Um, um, oh, well, invitational. Um, hopefully we'll get um, an invite to that. Um, it'll get us... Um, we'll, we'll make a good jump on the leaderboard. Um, but apart from that, we'll just keep doing what we're doing. I don't, I don't see why... Um, Anything really needs to change, or you know, we do barbecue for the fun. We don't do it for the for the money or for anything like that. So we we'll just keep doing what we do um, and enjoying it. Beautiful man, well said, lovely. Now, just before I let you go, given your background of of managing teams, what would be yeah. a piece of advice that you'd have for listeners out there for managing yeah. their barbecue teams? Just making sure that everybody's on the same page. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think the big the biggest thing um, for us, and this was advice that I was given, so I didn't even really um, practice what I was preaching until the last comp, but um, probably um, not trying to... Um, so, you know, there's always... There's normally one person in the team that knows all the recipes and knows the flavours and what you're gonna, how you're going to lay out your boxes and things like that. Um, but when, you, when you've got um, that sort of dynamic in your team, um, it's hard for that person to 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 do to um, cook at you know percent or ninety eight percent. It's sometimes better to have all your team humming along at you know ninety five or ninety rather than you just trying to do trying to do everything. So I think um, that's what that's where we were um, the last couple of comps. You know, all the recipes were in my head. I knew what um, had to be done. And, you know, I couldn't even go to sleep because I was thinking, what's going to happen if I'm not um, if I'm not awake? Um, meat stock um, sort of turned a corner and sort of um, let my teammates um, 
do a bit more, do their thing. And um, it just just all clicked. Um, Brendan took over chicken f- um, for the day, um, which he hadn't done before. He'd seen the process and done the process, but he did it all from start to finish. And just 25 minutes beforehand, in I was um, having bra- uh, having breakfast um, uh, with with the Black Bear Boys. Um, I wasn't even at the marquee. Um, so it showed that the team had turned the corner. And then for our pork hand in and our brisket hand in, it was the same thing. I was like, um, Brendan, you can do the boxing. Uh, Brendan killed the um, the presentation and all the boxing. and um, yeah, Everything just ran smoothly. And um, we just worked really a lot better, um, really well together. So I think that was even probably one of the, the key things that sort of clicked for us. And that was... Um, advice that I got and also you know um, making sure your teammates know what's um, what's happening what they're what they're meant to be doing yeah beautiful man beautiful so I think you said um, smoking broke was next is that right yeah um, smoking broke it's in June June long weekend yeah June long weekend potentially the port um, equivalent and then the invitational, depending on how we go, we might do maybe a dam or kangaroo valley at the end of the year. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll play, we'll play it by ear with those, with those two. But yeah, definitely um, broke and the port um, comp. Well, mate, I'm going to be keeping a keen eye on you at broke because I, uh, I expect to see you get up and get that GC very shortly. <laughs> I don't know. We'll just see how we go. Keep doing what we're doing. See what happens. I'm sure it will, mate. I'm sure it will. So before you go, mate, would you like to give any uh, any shout-outs to the people out there? Uh, yeah, I think for us, it's going to be our, um, our main supporters and sponsors. So the first um, sponsor, and this is a sponsor that's a major sponsor, been with us since day one, is um, smokeandsorcery.com.au. Uh, so they provide all our rubs and sauces for for each competition and anything that we need, it can be in Australia or overseas. They'll they'll get it in for us. Um, East Blacksland uh, Butchery, so Scott Evans. I'm sure most people in the barbecue community um, know Scotty. Um, he's just a legend in the barbecue scene. He'll do whatever it takes to get us um, the best meat. Um, we've got other sponsors, so Heat Beads. Um, uh, Ample Firewood and the Karsha Brewing Company, they all look after us. I mean, these are the, um, the companies that allow us to, you know. Mate, it's always good in. to have a brewery on board as a sponsor. Oh, yeah, the breweries um, and their beers are really good. Their IPAs and parallels are good, so it's helpful having um, a brewery to keep you <laughs> hydrated at every comp. Keep you functional as well, just keeps you, keeps you going. You, you, you don't compete as well without any beer. It's, it's easy to cook well, sober. Look, thanks very much for your time. I'm going to let you go. It's uh, it, it, it's still a school night, as we say. We've all got to get up and go to work tomorrow, but thank you very much for being part of the show. Yeah, no, that's all right. No worries. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for having me. Got a project you'd like to work on with the SHC team? Shoot Ben an email on ben at smokinghotconfessions.com and let's have a conversation. So there it is, folks. We've had uh, Brendan from Wizards of Q on his SCA win. 
with a borrowed grill. Can you believe that? First ever time he's ever cooked on it and he wins his golden ticket. That's fantastic. And then, of course, we had Adam from Wizards of Q, the team captain of the same team, um, who at the same weekend uh, took out reserve grand champion in the ABA competition. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Ben, you forgot full throttle barbecue and the grand champion. I did reach out to them and they're not in a position right now where they want to do interviews. So if you're listening in, Mick and team, well done. Congratulations. Much love to you from Smoking Hot Confessions. And hopefully sometime down the track, you'll change your mind. You'll come on board the show. You're always welcome, mate. So there it is, folks. That's the first of a new style of show that I'm going to try and put together. It's a little bit uh, little bit choppy right now. I do apologize for that. I will work on it. We will get better. It's a new format. Let me know what you think. And just a quick reminder, do uh, check out the store, smokinghotconfessions.com slash shop. We've got some awesome merch. There's some. Uh, there's a ton of new stuff about to come out. So do make sure you go over there, check that out. And so till next time, take care of each other and keep on queuing. Thanks for listening to the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast. Head on over to smokinghotconfessions.com for recipes, tips, and Ben's own confessions. <laughs>